Dear Bob, can we pretty please just do a throwback show tonight? Call it Bob and Fishby Unplugged if you want. I know you feel terrible, and between the cowbell and all the lovemaking I've been doing this week, I'm exhausted. I'll even let you borrow my tiny sombrero, and I'll make the question super easy. Love, Fish B. P.S. If someone wants to have sex with you, do they need to ask your hand permission first? Ha ha ha, Fish B. Ha ha ha, Fish B. Yeah, if you want to do a throwback show, I guess it is Thursday and you're the boss. I just work here. But beyond that, uh, one, I don't love the title, Bob and Fish Be Unplugged. I'm not sure that bird's going to fly. Two, I don't feel terrible. Did I sleep at all last night? No. Have I been away for like 40 hours now? Yes, but such is the lifestyle of someone in chronic pain. Three, your tiny sombrero obviously doesn't fit me. No, I'm not going to wear it on my penis, you sick expletive. What is wrong with you? And four, four fish me. The questions aren't supposed to be easy. That's, that's not how we play it here at Bob's Fish Bowl. Not how we play it. But yeah, all right, those are... Since my objections have been aired and duly noted, let us proceed. Welcome to the fishbowl party, people. I'm the before-mentioned Bob, but my hunch is you gathered that when you press play on this podcast. So this morning, it happened again. Another school shooting. And I guess we shouldn't be surprised, because now it's just law of averages. It's like, fuck. Quite a bit of time's gone by since the last school shooting. I suppose we're due. And I'm not trying to be flip about it. I'm like, that's, I think, the malaise. Re- heal up, Jimmy Carter. I think that's the malaise that this country is in when it comes to gun violence. Just like, oh, well, I, you know, I guess we're due. Two kids killed, a 16-year-old girl, a 14-year-old boy, then the 16-year-old suspect. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, then he turned the gun on himself, and he's in, quote, grave condition at, at, at the hospital. So we've been doing this show two years in uh, in January. It'll be two years. So, and we don't take any days for granted. So let's not let's not let's not count those chickens before they're uh, ready to uh, uh, head off to Popeyes. Let's not count those chickens quite yet until they're Popeyes bound. But in, it, it, if we make it to January, uh, it'll it'll be two years. And obviously, in the course of that time, there's been way too fucking many of these school shootings. And I originally said as almost a joke, but I was, I was making a serious point there uh, 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 many, many, many moons ago that at this point, guns are so prevalent that, that our best option is to get down on our pre get down on our knees and pray to Will Ferrell's baby Jesus and Talladega nights that bulletproof clothing becomes lightweight and fashionable. And then I did a, uh, 
That inspired me to do a, a Google News search about bulletproof clothing. I remember reading something on, on foxnews.com, I think, a couple months ago about it. These lightweight bulletproof clothes. But I didn't even get to searching for the news. I, I, I just searched bulletproof clothing, and I was going to do a news search on that. But then I came across this company, and, and this, is not, this is not an endorsement of any kind, obviously, but uh, BulletproofEveryone.com. It's uh, only slightly hotter than Bob'sFishbowl.com. Uh, but BulletproofEveryone.com, uh, right now, I mean, I, I hate to think they're taking advantage of this, but uh, orders over $400 uh, ship free. Uh, their clothes come in three categories— Men, women's, and children, of course. And the front banner picture on bulletprooferyone.com is a guy with a gun shooting himself in the in like the lower pockets of, of what looks like uh, one of those black north north face fleece fleeces that uh that, what what's the plural of fleece that uh, that everyone wears? But good God, they have they have a a men's polo shirt. A men's polo shirt. It does look like this person is wearing bulletproof stuff underneath it, but you can get that for 199 US dollars. Or you can get the Urban, which is a hoodie, and uh, that also is $199. Uh, then it shows some woman uh, jogging, and it points out that it won't weigh you down, this bulletproof clothing. Welcome to America 2019, our bulletproof clothing. Will not weigh you down. It, sh- it shows her jogging alone in a, uh, the fuck do you call those things? What do you, a vest, sorry. For a moment, I haven't slept. For a moment, I lost the term for coat without sleeves, which doesn't bode well for the, for the rest of the podcast tonight. Uh, the freedom vest, oh, there it is. Uh, 309 for women, 349 for, uh, for, for the ladies. You can get an Arctic jacket, uh, very, very fashionable for 309 uh, Oh, there's the, uh, there's the North Face-looking thing that uh, is in the top of uh, BulletproofEveryone.com. Apparently that retails for 309 for the ladies, 349 for the fellas. Again, welcome to America in 2019. Will, 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 will this country ever get serious? about addressing gun violence. If past is prologue, so far the answer is no. I'm a I'm just I'm just looking at my watch and waiting. This is this is an all ideas on deck situation. Cuz what the fuck? Like seriously like like what the fuck? I mean, this kid on his 16-year-old birthday brings a 45 to school and Oh man, oh man, oh man, Fishby. What 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 kind of world have have we procreated in? And and I'm not being facetious when I say that. Sometimes it sometimes I do feel I'm like, what 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 world have I brought have I brought children into, for God's sake? I mean, given I, I only I only have three and Bob Marley had fifteen by thirteen women at least, so we've got we've got some catching up to do, but current count at three, and I'll probably stop, because I do wonder. I do wonder. What's, uh, what's question one over there, Fishby? Is Nancy Pelosi smart to use the word bribery? Yes. 
I've been saying this. No one should ever say the term quid pro quo ever again. It's Latin. It means this for that. But the bulk of the culture, the, the, what? What? In America? Come on. They don't, they don't know what a quid pro quo is. So, but, but bribery, they know what bribery is. They know what a shakedown is. They know what extortion is. But, uh, I mean, the Constitution says the grounds for impeachment are treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. So it's right there, and, and that's, what, that's what Trump did. I actually heard uh, CNN's Jim Acosta, who I, who I know Republicans hate, and, and, and Trump's White House just absolutely cannot stand. He's the sharpest uh, critic. Uh, dare I say, uh, he's, even, he's even a little partisan at times. But um, Jim Acosta today, who, if you pay attention close, every time he's on TV, he has a different amount of gray in his hair. Sometimes the sides are totally gray. Sometimes it's totally black. But no, no one gets on Jim Acosta for his hair. That kind of criticism is reserved for the ladies of television, which obviously isn't fair. Uh, but Jim Acosta called it today uh, a cash for dirt scheme. A cash-for-dirt scheme, which uh, is an even easier way of saying bribery, but because bribery is in the Constitution under impeachable offenses, if the Democrats can send this over to the Senate and have rebranded the thing bribery, that's smart. What's next, Fishby? Can you say President Deval Patrick? No. Even Deval Patrick admits that this is this is a long shot it, it, it's a it's a hail mary i believe was the was the exact quote the former governor of massachusetts deval patrick no i no i cannot say i mean i can say it but i can't see it what's the worst joke you've written lately i mean come on, come on fishby i i I mean, do I write any bad jokes? Aren't they, aren't they all just uh, brilliant or right there on the cusp of brilliant uh, of my jokes? Uh, here's one. Here, here's one. Here's one. I'm not saying Spokane is racist, but the last time my car broke down on the side of the road, Triple K showed up. Fuck, Nothing? Not even, not even crickets, like nothing. Like the last time, I'm not saying Spokane is crazy, racist, but the last time my car broke down on the side of the road, Triple K showed up. There's no way that's the worst joke you've ever heard. There's no way that's the worst. It's not given. It's it's not brilliant. Nor is it. Uh, nor is it on the on the cusp of brilliance. But I was I was being sarcastic. I'm trying to be nicer to myself, but. Thanks for, uh, thanks for nothing, Vishvi. <laughs> Triple K showed up. I, it's funny to me. It's funny to me. Uh, what impeachment testimony are you looking forward to the most? Well, this is easy. Marie Yovanovitch, the former ambassador to Ukraine who was recalled in an absolute just crazy fashion, she testifies tomorrow, but that's not what I'm looking forward to. No, 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 no. The EU ambassador, Gordon Sondland, 9 a.m. next Wednesday. This is going to be crazy because this guy keeps changing his story. He's one of the three amigos. He is way in over his head, has no idea what he's doing. But I'm guessing he doesn't want to go to jail for President Trump. 
So what information under oath he's going to, because under penalty of perjury and lying to Congress, he could go to jail. Ask Roger Stone, maybe. But now a second aide has said they overheard the Trump Sondland phone call from a Ukrainian restaurant the day after Trump told the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, that he needed a favor. The day after bad boy Billy Taylor's aides overhear Sondland take a cell phone call, which is not a secure line, unless they wanted the Russians to be listening on purpose, which I doubt they did. But a second aide has now can, can confirm, so it's not just one person, can confirm the contents of this phone call overheard where, where Trump was asking about the investigations and Sondland told them that uh, Ukrainians were, were good to go. They were, they were ready to play ball. They were, they were ready to get down uh, whatever they had to do in this hot war with Russia where over 10,000 Ukrainians have died. Or is, is it 14,000? And we're going to withhold that aid. So uh, dirt on, on Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. So next Wednesday, Sondland, I, I think, is going to be the highlight of the thing. Do you have a favorite advertisement from your local newspaper? Uh, I do. I believe that everyone should, should, should if you have the means, uh, everyone should subscribe to a local newspaper, even if you just get a digital edition. Uh, but uh, here at my mom's podcast, Incubator, uh, my pops likes to, he likes to feel the paper and, and, and he likes to do a Sudoku every day and, and, and the crossword. You should see this guy kill crosswords, Jiminy Christmas. But uh, this one, it's like, it's like an entire third of the page. And it's one of those uh, stories that they want it to look like an actual, an actual news story, but uh, just, just real uh, little asterisks that it's a, a paid advertisement. Uh, but, but the mock headline Adult diaper companies panic. Adult diaper companies panic as new bladder pill slashes pad use. Really? And then, and then it goes on and on. I mean, there's, there's, like, there's just thousands and thousands of words here. Uh, the, the thing is called, is called Eurovarks. A new, and Eurovarks, by the way, it's, it's a new bladder control pill. Uh, performed extraordinary, according to, to their own ad. But Eurovarks sounds, sounds like an onomatopoeia for something I don't want to think about. Eurovarks. <laughs> like, okay. And I'm, not, I'm, and I'm not making fun of, of adult diapers because um, if, if we're all lucky enough one day to be old enough to be, to be in, uh, in, a, in adult diapers, so I'm not... Uh, and, 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 and I'll even, I'll even do you one better. Well, well, I never wore adult diapers. Perhaps I should have because when I had that, uh, that bad, uh, spine infection after, after my last surgery, uh, I, I did have, uh, I did have issues. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hey, not making fun. I just, I just, you're a Varks, a pill so good. Pharmacies will no longer carry adult diapers. Funny to me. It, at least, at least it's my favorite, uh, advertisement. What's virtue signaling? What's uh, what's virtue signaling? It's part of uh, you know it's part of the woke culture. It's part of the it's part of the the cancel culture. But but honestly, I don't I don't even I mean I can guess. I, I think we can, this is again this is a terrible question because I think we can kind of guess 
what virtue signaling is, but uh, what precisely it is, I, I, I don't know. But heck, look at you. You've got access to the Internet. Ask the Google machine. What's the biggest mystery about President Trump? What's the biggest mystery about President Trump? Um, I mean, his hair, obviously, but that's, that, that, that is really of no significance. Uh, his taxes? What is the deal with his taxes? What, what is the mystery here? Like, we can speculate it's going to uncover that he's not as rich as he says, and more than that, there's some unscrupulous business dealings there that would be highly politically embarrassing. But his legal team, they're going to the Supreme Court, to the Supreme Court, to protest the release of the president's tax returns, something that every president before Trump for 40 years now has done voluntarily. Yet there's something in his taxes so awful, he was willing to lie to the American public, but it shouldn't be a surprise that they were under audit and couldn't possibly release them. But what is in there that's so foobar that no one can see them? But that's not the biggest mystery about President Trump. The biggest mystery is what does Putin have on him? What, what is the deal between him and Putin? That's the most curious question that, that I cannot wait for uh, future historians to unriddle. There's that word again. And yes, we've used it correctly since we've, we've, we've invented it. And again, in American vernacular, common usage makes anything correct. Go ahead and adopt it in your life unriddled. When, 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 when? Uh, I can't wait to, to get to the bottom of the Trump-Putin thing. I think someone will one day. What's the best documentary you've seen lately? Uh, that's a good question for me, your global media ombudsman. Not bad, Fishby. Uh, the best documentary, not even close. You know I love Frontline, if, if you've listened to the show for a long time. Frontline on PBS is absolutely an American treasure. But it just premiered, I believe, last week. But this, it's a two-hour documentary, just all about artificial intelligence. And, and it's fucking brilliant. Uh, beyond that, if you're a listener to this show... It's, it's, it's required viewing. I, I implore and insist that, that sometime in the next week, you can, you can find it in your heart. Uh, actually, this has nothing to do with your heart and, and nothing to do with me. But it's, it's, it's really good, and it's really informative, and you don't even need a streaming service. You can watch it for free at pbs.org. Just go to Frontline, and then you, then you click on Films, and you can do it. You can do it, but it's, uh, it's great. What's next, Fish B? Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? So uh, this powerful, powerful man that ran in circles with other powerful, powerful men who had dirt on who was, you know, a pedophile, who was a, who was a child rapist. And, and magically, on the day he commits suicide, uh, both the guards were asleep who don't regularly work that shift and the cameras stopped working? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but this thing is making me more of one. That's, uh, uh, 
If I can once again quote the legendary film Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Are you a Christian? Am I a, oh, we're questioning my faith. Am, am, I, am I a Christian? Uh, well, I am 1% Methodist, but, but I don't think that qualifies me as a Christian because I also, you may know, I've, we've discussed it before, but I'm, I'm 33% agnostic, 33% atheist, 33% Buddhist. I'm becoming more Buddhist all the time. I'm reading a great book right now. And, and, and 1% Methodist. Uh, but I don't think that's Christian. And since uh, I am the first person uh, to, uh, since, since, since this is a religion that I've invented, uh, I've yet to uh, uh, go into too much detail in my mind as to what exactly the afterlife entails. Uh, but we'll get there. That's the fun of having your own religion. I think that's the best part of it, right? You get to you get to write your own get to write your own heaven story. Um, but we need a we need a name. We'll go by, uh, I'm world's first, and feel free to be world's second or third, uh, agnostic, atheist, Buddhist, Methodist. I'm an, I'm an Agath Budmito. An Agath Budmito, or, or, an Agath Budmito, or, 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 to, uh, to my friends listening in Mexico, an Agath Budmito? That's nice. That sounds like something delicious you could order off a religion menu, doesn't it? Who wouldn't want to go to a... Who would want to go to a religion restaurant and order this off the menu? I'll have the Agath Budmito. Perfect. That's what we are. I'm an Agath Budmito. Works for me. What does the global media ombudsman make of Disney Plus? Well, there's really only one thing I for sure want to see on there, and it's the Star Wars series. The, the, the Mandalorian that everyone wants to see. But the... They're not, they're not all up. They're releasing a new show every single week. And I know Disney Plus is only $4.99 a week, but I'm going to hold off until a few more episodes of The Mandalorian. I, I like to binge watch things. But I don't have a lot of opportunity to, to, to just lay down and just, and, and just watch shows and shows and shows. But when I do, I really enjoy it. And so, and so I hope The Mandalorian is good. And if it is, then I'll, then I'll get Disney Plus. Are you going to do another two-show Friday? Two-show Friday. Uh, yeah, I believe, uh, I believe, you know, again, we don't, we don't want to count these chickens till, the, till they're on their way to Popeye's. Uh, I believe we're going to do Angry Bob, uh, the music critic, for, for New Music Friday again. It seems like uh, that's, uh, that's being enjoyed. And also... Bringing a bringing a slightly new audience to the show, so it's actually working for us on a bunch of different levels that, that I didn't anticipate. So I think, and we, we've only done it a couple times now, and I think the more we play in that sandbox, the more the more fun it's going to be. Um, but for the second show, so this this will be the third time I've teased that we're going to do it tomorrow and not do it. So maybe we'll never do it. But we might just do we might just do a one off bonus show, just just a quick one about about all the jobs uh, that I've had. Because I think this is this is running a little longer than I than I wanted tonight, and and it, it we should actually spend some time with with like there, there's a, there's like twenty plus jobs I've had that have been near a microphone or in the entertainment biz one way or another. So it's uh, it, it it's kind of funny. So we'll uh we'll uh, we'll do we'll do that manana. I'm an Agath Budmito. Uh, last question as always belongs to Isaiah the Tiny Player, and tonight Isaiah writes. 
What, Fishby? No, no, I'm not going to put the tiny sombrero on my... God, you're just a jerk. We're trying to read Isaiah's question and then, and then get out of here. Uh, how on earth did Donald Trump Jr.'s book, Triggered, score a number one Times New York bestseller? Or excuse me, Secure. Secures. I can't always, uh, can't always read Fishby's writing. How on earth did Donald Trump Jr.'s book, Triggered, secure a number one New York Times bestseller? The, uh, there's there's a unique mark next to Donald Trump Jr.'s book Triggered atop the New York Times bestseller list this week. Uh, it's not an asterisk. It's actually a dagger. It looks like a cross, but apparently it's a dagger. And, and they bust that out when it's pretty much widely believed within the within the publishing biz within within the book biz that those numbers are inflated because either Donald Trump Jr or other rich friends just bought lots of books in bulk you know took out ordered like 100 100,000 like 30,000 of them themselves so that and, and he's been him and girlfriend Kimberly Guilfoyle have been all over the media promoting it but I've heard it's uh, it's written just terribly, just just it's it, just terribly, terribly written, and it also uh, it basically reads just one one long uh, uh, Twitter diatribe. So uh, if that sounds like the kind of thing you want to read, you know, get down with your bad self. I'm, I I I don't know anyone, and I know a lot of people that that voted for Trump and and, and like him and and love him. I don't. I don't know anyone that uh, that if you got them, if you got them this book for Christmas, uh, their first response would be "fuck yeah, fuck yeah, thank you, I wanted this book." Donald Trump Jr. triggered. <laughs> All right, Fishby. Uh, say say good night. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, you know we love you. Be safe. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky. Adios, amigo.